Welcome to the Musings of Our Hearts, a Jesus Youth podcast on the lives of saints. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome back. Um, today, I'm really excited to be um, reflecting on a, a really wonderful saint, Saint Peter Regalado. This is also the first time I'm hearing about him, but I'm so inspired by his life. He was born in Spain. And he lost his father at an early age, but he was very close to his mom. And his mom also was very lived a very virtuous life and recognized in her son um, signs of holiness as well. So when he was young itself, he wanted to become a Franciscan. And so when he was 10 years old, um, he uh, his uh, he asked his mom if he could join the Franciscan order. But um, his mom tried his vocation and tested him for about three years. And um, despite her uh, or questioning or, or ways in which she um, sought out or questioned his discernment, uh, she saw that this call, this vocation to join the um, this call to join the Franciscan order was truly from God. And so gave her consent um, to uh, St. Peter. And at the age of 13, he was granted admittance into the um, into the convent. And although he was very young, he he was um, he practiced all the austerities and virtues of of a perfect religious, and he was a very virtuous man. Um, he had many gifts and talents, especially of um, making uh, putting things in order and um, and administration. But he also was very devoted to prayer, and he would spend hours in prayer, and also the. Um, practice a lot of penances, including self-mortification and fasting. Um, and he also practiced a lot of silence. He stayed in silence um, uh, for the most part and continued to communicate, though, and talk to the Lord in that silence. And the effects of this were very profound in which not only he, he smelled beautiful, it looked like fire was coming out of him. Um, and he would, he also had the gift of bilocation. And so he, it says they'd be taking, he'd be taking care of things in different convents, you know, at the same time. And so if only, I think we've all wanted that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I think the, the beauty of his life clearly, I mean, just his witness, um, and the, the the fruit of that um his austere life and his great devotion to the lord was witnessed not by people in his time as well and um he gives us the encouragement and the um motivation to continue in this life to continue to um to suffer and to work for the kingdom to to devote everything to the lord and to know and to trust in him and his graces um and there's so many beautiful little stories about him too, but he died um, when he was 66 and um, was uh, was canonized in 1746. And so, um, yeah, that's Saint Saint Peter Regal Regalado. <laughs> yeah, uh, actually, Regalado in Spanish is coming from Latin regulatus. Mm-hmm. Uh, the English is regulate. Mm. So. Most probably, uh, you know, he's he's a person who brought an order to his order. <laughs> so kind of regulating the order and yeah. things. And he was a leader mm-hmm. from very young age. So maybe that, that's how his name mm-hmm. came. Uh, so whatever it is, like we see a great order in his life. 
and that order and discipline in his life is slowly coming uh, into people around him yeah so his order became uh, you know it 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 had an order <laughs> both orders order order and the order like the smell of uh, the aroma of christians yeah. like what paul says it just uh, exhumed from him and also uh, since he had the discipline in him he lived that Uh, it was easily communicated to his uh, disciples mm-hmm. or people around him so that's what the his biographer say like he practiced all these disciplines in in the perfect way that others had no other option mm-hmm. they would just do but he faced so many uh, you know objections from there but he said like you know he had such a demeanor such a quiet cool gentle um uh, nature to himself that you know people would naturally follow mm. all these things so that is something that i meditated a lot today mm-hmm. like uh, in today's gospel also about that sinful woman mm-hmm. jesus doesn't condemn her uh, or accuse her like yeah. all the other people were doing instead of these strong accusation jesus just invited her i'm actually borrowing from the homily that i heard today morning uh, so jesus is giving that gentle invitation to her and she has to make the choice mm. and um, so that really touched me like you know how the devil he's the accuser the accuser yeah. who always accuses us yep. he accuses god and all the accusations that he talks about us is actually against god yeah. he says oh you are not a child of god like it's actually to god like yeah you are not this mm-hmm. person's father like so so basic identity he always accuses us so but that's not what god does to us he says i am your father you are my sweet loving child you know i will do anything for you so so you know uh, so god's love his immense love who has seen the extent of it like you know we just we are just like you know kids standing by the shore picking up some seashells or just seeing some rocks or just looking at the birds uh, for me i was just thinking like i'm a person who is on the seashore you know i i don't know swimming so i don't know <laughs> how to explore the ocean but people who know swimming or surfing they go into the waves they yeah. go into the sea to different levels and with latest technologies you know people can even go to the bottom of the ocean yeah. and come up safe so that's amazing right so this is how spiritual life is also for people like some some of us are not even in the beach far in the world you know <laughs> with all these anxieties and cares but some people once in a while go to the seashore to get some breeze some people daring they they do surf they go deeper like you know regalado they are people who have gone to the bottom of the floor and, yeah. of ocean and come up you know these saints they they were given these uh, uh, this privilege or they they actually tried their best to to know what the sea is the ocean is that so uh, we picked up that quote today yeah. like you know you can only uh, god's love is like an ocean and you can see its beginning but not its end but with god's graces you know that he want to shower in us like these you know people who go into the ocean we can go into different levels of sanctity yeah the ocean uh the quote about the ocean is actually really beautiful and touches me a lot because i live in california and mm-hmm. we live um in the bay area and so we go to the you can go to the golden gate bridge and you can see of course i mean anywhere along the coast but you will see the pacific ocean 
and that sometimes I'll just I'll stand on the, like a little pl- I know the secret spot mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can see the Pacific Ocean you can see the Golden Gate Bridge and then you can also see um the bay the San Francisco mm-hmm. Bay and so the ocean coming into this bay and of course there's Alcatraz there which mm-hmm. was like a prison camp and then you'll see all of San Francisco and its craziness but then I look out into the ocean and it's so vast and you can see the you know the curvature horizon. of the earth yeah mm-hmm. and the horizon you can actually see the curvature a little bit um you know it's not it doesn't end you can mm-hmm. act, you can tell that there's something more mm-hmm. and i think that's what i love about the ocean mm-hmm. is that even when you look out onto that horizon mm-hmm. you know there's something more and that mm-hmm. something more calls out to you mm-hmm. and that something more calls out to each one of us and i love that um the 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 description of god's love is an ocean not only in its depth and like the the life and all the movement you know that mm-hmm. goes under that's underneath the mm-hmm. <laughs> in the waters too there's so much life down there so much that we don't know about so much more deeper and deeper we, that we can go into but also the vastness of the ocean and then uh when i think about the ocean too i think of um, one of my favorite saints, Saint Faustina, when she says, "You know, our sins and even these uh, accusations, or so not even, even a drop, yes, not mm. even a drop in, in the, the ocean. ocean of God's mercy." Wow, that's so powerful. And you, mm-hmm. you look at this ocean, you say, "Oh, Lord, your mercy, your mercy is so vast. Your mercy is so much for me. Why don't we? Why don't we? You know, savor mm-hmm. and taste this mm-hmm. mercy more. Why don't we jump in?" <laughs> You know, yeah. like do like a cannonball <laughs> into your mercy, oh Lord. Um, but I think that's where I also come back and I say like, mm. yes, you know, sometimes we participate with mm. with the evil one when we accuse ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so this prayer intention in which we're asking, um, you know, for the Lord to um, to help us with um those who are burdened by accusations of past sins. That's something that spoke to me. And I said, Lord, yes, even my, my past and my own so sinfulness. Sometimes it's not even other people or not even mm. the devil or no one. I accuse myself. Mm-hmm. And so in that, Lord, help me to jump into this ocean of your love and jump into this ocean of your mercy. Because it's refreshing and it's wonderful and it's so vast. And it's, mm-hmm. um, and it's nothing my sinfulness and uh, my weaknesses and my shame, my guilt, all of this is it, it, it's not that it's nothing, but it's so small comparatively. Mm -hmm. It's so minuscule compared to his mercy in which he has poured out, Mm -hmm. poured out, poured out for me. And so, yeah, just wanting to savor that mercy, Mm -hmm. wanting to enter into that mercy. Yeah, and also, you know, one thing that comes to my mind right now is like, you know, the first webinar on confession Mm -hmm. that Father Horn did, in that he says like, you know, when we identify our sins and name it, Mm -hmm. naming our sins is important. Sometimes we think like, oh, God is mercy. Okay, Lord, just wash away all my sins. Okay, he, he will do that. But when we just reflect about that and just uh, you know not to make us feel guilty yeah but we are offering all that guilt to god like he he said uh, actually what he said made a lot of sense to me he said like when we are actually identifying or naming our sins it is as if showing god you know what is actually troubling us 
uh, and so I felt like you know the accuser mm. always he never forgets that he always accuses he <laughs> keeps me showing that yeah but if I don't show that to Jesus what wh- I will fall into guilt yeah but if I tell Jesus I'm like Lord my brother see this is what the accuser is accusing me always Lord then the Lord will say what okay I can take that off. <laughs> so he just takes that off and what a relief. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll be just carrying that mm-hmm. and the accuser keeps on accusing us. Yeah. So naming our sins in confession is a big thing. So that made a big, that was a big understanding to me during that, uh, you know, that um, uh, webinar. So yeah. if you haven't seen that webinar, please go. Yeah. Go and see that webinar. And there, there is another webinar coming up um, uh, tomorrow too, the part three. So, uh, I, uh, what uh, 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 other things that touch me about uh, Saint Ragalado is like you know, his uh, his that holiness mm. uh, and how God gifted him uh, with this extraordinary capacities like he could levitate from the ground yeah. and uh, not only the joy in, joy with which he took all these penances modifications everything but he had that kind heart to uh, to uh, to accommodate mm. others and also. He he was just becoming one with God, like as if he contained the whole ocean in himself. Yeah. Like you yeah. know, uh, we we don't even see the you know, <laughs> edge of the ocean, but he contained the ocean in himself. Like yeah, it's amazing, so like like a drop of water in yeah. the hand, like something like that, and that that made him supernatural. Like he could levitate, he could be at the same place. Uh, in uh, in two different places at the same time when i was thinking about uh, being at different places at the same time man this guy would have dedicated so much of his time in prayer whole night he would pray okay. and he was fasting almost uh, 40 day fast of nine times that is almost all all of the year 360 <laughs> days five days extra right <laughs> so he was fasting all days on bread and water and he was continuously with god yeah and his whole time was consumed by god so how do we as a superior he has to do his work right so god was doing things for him the, making him present at two different places <laughs> yeah. at the same time sometimes i think man if only i had five hands or ten <laughs> hands like that but i know that you know when when I spend time with God and when I ask God to take over my things, you know, he just multiplies my time. Yeah. I don't know how things happen. Yeah. He just multiplies my time and things always happen. That's <laughs> things so happen. So uh, I don't have my location, <laughs> but this guy really needed because he was good. So I have heard this like when you become busy with God's work, God become busy with your work. Oh, wow. And he also shows himself to you. Yeah. Like, so that's why, you know, this fire coming out of him, like St. Francis and St. Claire, when they used to pray in their, in a hut, they used to meet in a hut and pray. They should, people from even distant place could see fire, oh, wow. fire on the roof. I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> like that burning bush, you know, yeah. that never consumed. Yeah. So the fire of God's love consumed these people in a way like, you know, even their body after death. You know, even the forces of nature could not act. So, 36 years after his body is exhumed and his body still bleeds. Yeah. You know, so fresh. So, this is these are things that God is talking to this world mm. that is so obsessed with the worldly knowledge. God is shouting, don't you see a divine wisdom here? Yeah. You know, give yourself up to me because then I will live in you. You can live in me. And this is something so beautiful. Yeah. So... So that is Ragalado, you know, I'm also reading about this person for the first time, but I just read a lot about him (laughs) and my heart is so full as any other day. So, you know, today's main focus was on, you know, how we can actually, you know, become like God. 
and the main hindrance is sin and we just get out of that just show our lord you know what are the things that we are struggling with and he will take it take it upon him because he told uh, saint uh, jerome and many other saints like you know you give me always the things that you like good things your praise all these things you know your praise your good works but what i really came to take is all your sins yeah. give that to me yeah. so you know th- during this lent let us take courage to give all our all that is burdening us whatever you want you want to name it you know just give it to the lord and be happy let him take it take it from us and let us pray the collect today um uh it's a very apt collect again <laughs> for today oh god by whose wondrous grace we are enriched with every blessing grant us to pass from former ways to newness of life that we may be made ready for the glory of the heavenly kingdom through our lord jesus christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the holy spirit one god forever and ever amen saint peter regalado pray for us thank you for listening